Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Vineyard Bible Ministry Podcast. I am your host, Diana Tucker. We're going to have an awesome and blessed podcast today. But before we get started, I would like to give thanks to God for his grace, his guidance, and his mercy. And I believe that he is the one true living God. I also want to thank you, the listeners, for tuning in and spending time to listen to the podcast. I pray and I hope that this podcast will be a blessing to you like it is a blessing to me. So let's get ready to receive the message that God has in store for us today. And again, welcome to Vineyard Bible Ministry Podcast. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Vineyard Bible Ministry Podcast. I'm your host, Diana Tucker. Today, we're going to have an awesome podcast because I have a wonderful woman of God, multi-talented. She has done so much in her life, in her career. And before I introduce her, I want to tell you a little bit about her. First of all, her name is Professor Tasha Cornwell-Clark. She is an ordained minister, also 27 years beauty industry professional, holder of three California state licenses in cosmetology, barbering, and aesthetics. Tasha's degree is in health and beauty management with an emphasis on mastering cosmetology business. While previously a certified practitioner and academic evaluator, for a national accreditation for career arts and sciences. Tasha enjoys teaching in Southern California and is a cosmetology adjunct professor who is currently pursuing academic work and becoming a social scientist in the discipline of sociology. So with that, I am going to introduce to you Ms. Professor Tasha Cornwell-Clark. Welcome, Tasha. Welcome. Thank you for having me. All right. So I know I just did this huge and wonderful introduction of you. Yes, you did. Why don't you tell us about Professor Tasha? Well, my name is Tasha, just like Joshua. And um, I've been in the beauty industry for 27 years. So I've been doing hair for... I've been teaching for the last 13 years, and it was just currently a couple of years ago that I accepted a position as um, an adjunct professor in a community college. And um, teaching is just a phenomenal, you know, a phenomenal thing that 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 I love to do. It's um, another avenue for doing hair. I'm no longer behind the chair doing clients, but teaching is my passion because it gives me the ability to still see what's going on behind the chair train the up-and-coming stylists so that they can get uh, their careers going and that's what I've been doing oh wow that's yeah that's good so I know that um you know I known you for ever since we was in um elementary school and I know you was like very creative with your hairstyle in high school so what made you to even like go in that profession like this is what I want to do for the rest of my life well, I think that it's, um, I don't look at it as a job. Mm-hmm. As a kid, I was doing my own hair and then probably junior high school, you know, your friends would ask you, do my hair. And 
you know, we started experimenting with color, even, gosh, <laughs> even with relaxers and chemicals. Now thinking back on it, I had no business doing any chemicals as a teenager, but you know, we did. And as I got over, older, it was just a natural progression to do that professionally because it was something that I loved to do. Okay. So um, tell us about how you became a certified practitioner and an academic evaluator. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, I, I can. I was working in, um, in a private uh, school, beauty college, and um, it came across the, I'm not sure, one of my girlfriends had told me about it. It was down in Florida that we needed to go and do the training. And what the training is, actually what they do is they evaluate beauty schools to make sure that they're doing what they say that they're doing. And I figured, wow, that would be a you know, good um, thing to, you know, just something else to do, especially being a cosmetology instructor, some more knowledge in the industry. Because in the beauty industry, a lot of people think that it's just standing behind a chair playing in somebody's hair, but it really isn't. It's, um, there's lots of avenues that, that you can go down as far as doing hair, whether it be teaching, product line, product knowledge you can teach, going into schools, teaching, or even doing evaluating. So that's how I got um, interested in in the evaluation. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so that's what we did. Okay. So um, you're currently pursuing to become a social scientist. Tell us what yes. what is a social scientist? Yeah, a social know. scientist in the uh, in the field of sociology. Actually, when I was working on my last degree, my last class was sociology. And quite honestly, I had to choose between psychology and sociology. And I, I hadn't heard of sociology or what it what it was. And so I said, you know what, I'm just going to take the sociology. And when I did, it was an eye opener. It was just like a aha moment. And I was thinking, oh, my God, this is what I talk about every day. Things with um, that deal with society, deal with diversity, deal with racism, um, social problems, mm-hmm. things that happens in our community. And these are things that we deal with every single day. Mm-hmm. So when I took the course, I, I knew at that moment that I really needed to do an emphasis on uh, sociology. So I pers- I'm pursuing actually becoming a social scientist in that area. Oh, okay. Okay. So you're also an, or- an ordained uh, minister. Tell us about that. Yes, I am. I um, well, I've I've actually did a couple of women conferences and been invited to women conferences and weddings, and I seem to have been asked to um, officiate a lot of funerals. So I figured it would be an you know a good idea to just kind of make it official mm-hmm. and uh, get an ordinate ordination so that if I want to do weddings, then I could in the state of California. Okay. Okay, so tell us about your journey in the Lord. Tell us about how you realized that this is what you wanted to do was to, you know, become of service for people, you know, getting married and and to help people with, you know, in comforting and funerals. And, you know, tell us a little bit about that. You know, Diane, it's um, the actually the journey in the Lord is actually just that, a journey. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times people think that they're, walk with God is the same as somebody else's Mm -hmm. and sometimes we think that we compare our walk with God like oh God this person over here is the super saint and I'm not quite up to their part but I think that if we just take a step back and just have a relationship with God he directs us and and he really does if we just step back and be still 
and just pursue a relationship with God. And that's where the journey, you know, it, it is a journey. It is not, when you think of an actual journey, a journey is not just a quick trip. Mm-hmm. It is, you know, let, we're going somewhere. Right. And this journey with God, I know that I'm going somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, he's gone, taking me places and taking me out of places that I should have been. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what it is. I'm a, I'm a little different from a lot of other people. I'm just, um, I'm just me. Right. You know, and I really love God. And I and I enjoy just um, applying him to everyday scenarios. Mm-hmm. So I know that you know if we was to look at you uh, serving people, being a beautician, and now you want to pursue being um, a social sociologist, sociologist, a scientist. How I mean, it, it, it's like. It's like it's it's in a way that God is trying to tell you there's more to just you know doing um, working in the in the in the beauty industry. It's like God wants you to to know more about people. Like from you yes. going to school right now, what have you learned about just society in general? Because again, you know you you having this journey with the Lord. How are you com- you know combining these two together? Yeah. I think that um, what I'm learning is that, well, a lot of people think that we are a lot different. Mm-hmm. I think that we're all more, I'm talking about humans, mm-hmm. are more alike than we are different. We, we seem to pursue God. Some people may call you know, God a different name, mm-hmm. but ultimately we're pursuing this, the same thing, this, this relationship with God or this wanting to know who God is and who we are and what our purpose is here on, on earth. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think that I'm noticing mm-hmm. in, you know, in pursuing sociology is that people are not as different as we like to think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And I think that God manifests in, in all of our lives if we just take a minute to realize that it's him that's manifesting. Okay. So through your journey, what scriptures have you like, you know, used or like needed to just give you that motivation, that push to, you know, to build up your faith. Okay, so my, um, I actually have it written down. Actually, Luke 24 and Mm 5. And and that one, that's a layered, um, it's such a layered Bible verse. And I'll read it to you what it says. It says, Mm -hmm. As they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? Hmm. And when you sit back and think about that, why seek you? And and if, if I could set the scene, they were in the, um, you know, they were looking for Christ as he has already risen, mm-hmm. you know, and so they were looking for his body. Mm-hmm. And so when I told them, why seek you the living amongst the dead? I'm sure that they were quite confused. But if we can apply that to our lives today, oftentimes we find ourselves seeking the living amongst dead things mm. for instance dead relationships mm-hmm. dead in jobs mm-hmm. dead folks mm-hmm. you know things that are just not going anywhere and okay. the journey has stopped in that area so why do we constantly seek the living among the dead things i i think that we find ourselves um giving cpr to dead stuff <laughs> you know and, and, and i mean if you think about it mm-hmm. in the medical field you're in the medical field yeah once it's a and they, they've acknowledged that that there's no more life in this. You, mm-hmm. You've tried, you know, gave a CPR, you know, put the 
uh, shocks on them, whatever you call it. I know I'm, mis- I'm not pronouncing it right. Mm-hmm. And you've done all that you can do and, you know, for that person, then at some point, you know, it has to be called that this just, there's no life in this, right. that, you know, we have to move forward. So right. that's why I like that scripture. Why is he living amongst the dead? Stop trying to give uh, life to things that are not, that's, that are dead. Right, right. And, and I agree with you because, I mean, if we was to go back to relationships, um, mm-hmm. it don't even have to be like a romantic relationship. It's right. just a relationship with people in general. It's like sometimes we're forcing a relationship that God said the season is over. Over. The season is over. and But we still want to pursue it. And sometimes God wants us to step away from the relationship Right. And let him do the healing. Let him do the repair. But you know, but it's dead to us. But God's right. but people won't let God be God. And and I and I totally agree with you on that on that one. That is that's a good verse. That's a good verse. Yeah. Would, would you want to repeat the verse again so the listeners yes. could know where you got that verse from? That's Luke twenty four and five. Okay. Twenty four verse five. Okay. And I also have another one um that mm-hmm. I also like too. It's Proverbs 22 and 6. And it says to train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he's old, he will not depart from it. Mm-hmm. Well, I've kind of switched those words around. And I and I uh, say train up a child in the way that he should go. So when he does go, he knows how to come back. No. Because a lot of times, yeah, he knows how to come back. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times, you know, people will say, oh, my kids are just doing this and that. They're growing up to, to be all, everything but what I taught them to be. Sometimes we have to say, you know what? I've instilled in them. I've, I've given them all I can. I don't know if you watched the movie Ray Charles mm-hmm. when um, uh, Ray Charles, when he was a little boy in the movie, mm-hmm. and his mother said, "Ray, I'm about to put you on this bus, and I took you as far as I can, and, you know, and, and don't let them make you be a handicap." Mm-hmm. And that little boy was just crying. But sometimes, you know, we have you you given your children all you can, and, and not just your children, but you train them up in the way that they should go. If you instilled what you can in them then leave it to God mm-hmm. and if they are going down a different path that you think they shouldn't be going you've already set a foundation right so that if they do go they know how to come back yeah you know there's something to come back to because if they don't have any type of foundation mm-hmm. then we're completely lost mm-hmm. that's true that's true yeah so I um I noticed too that you and your husband have a business together so as a family do you want to tell us about that yes let me um my husband and um his nephew and his mom Mm -hmm. they are co-founders and co-owners of willie wings uh it's a wing it's a kitchen it's not an actual uh restaurant it's Mm -hmm. a um virtual kitchen or this is the new thing that's happening now where you um, place an order online and the food is either delivered or it can be picked up. Mm. And so it's Willie Wings at WillieWingsWithAZ.com. Okay. So place your order. Traditional Thai. And, and, I, and I coined the name Soul Thai. Now I know a lot of the Christians would be like, oh my gosh, she said it's Soul Thai. Well, soul food and Thai cuisine. So it's <laughs> a marriage. It's a fusion of the two flavors. And um, it, it's wonderful. This sounds good. Oh, it is. It is. <laughs> we have uh, some wings that are called, I, I named those wings too. It's called the Sweet Heat 50 50. 
Now it's a combination of my mother-in-law's Thai chili and half uh, barbecue. So it's really good in her Thai tea. So when you want to eat, go down to Willie Wings, call and place your, actually go online and place your order and uh, pick up or deliver. Okay. So right now that's what God is doing for our family and, you know, and creating businesses for, for, you know, to move forward and for growth. Yes. And I noticed that, um, speaking of growth, I noticed that um, just from listening to you, it seemed like you want to do more than just become that scientist. What else do you think that God has for you to do in your life besides just going back to school? I've always, um, I've always seen myself preaching somewhere, you know, and I know that's a, even since I was a little girl, you know, just really ministering to young women because in this beauty industry, um, I was I was part of an organization. I actually wasn't necessarily, I don't know how to call it, I guess a member of it, uh, how beauty changes lives. And when we think of how beauty changes lives, people are hurting and there's just a lot of things that young women may be experiencing. And as a hairdresser, and I know a lot of uh, cosmetologists can attest to this, just doing somebody's hair makes them feel completely, completely different and allows them to open up to you and talk to you about whatever is going on in their life at the moment. And sometimes people don't even have an ear, you know, have someone that they can talk to. So as a, you know, professional stylist and educator, I think that um, that's what God is doing. He wants, you know, connections, especially with his daughters. Yeah, I believe that. And I think just from what you're saying, um, especially about women's ministry, you know, we tend to um, not always lift each other up when we should. Right. And I think yeah. that um, that is another form of healing to some women, yeah. you know, going to the beauty shop and just sitting, sitting there and, and just talking and, and, you know, the beautician is just sitting there, just standing and listening. To what the woman yes. has to say so yeah I, yeah I i agree that you know it, it could be a good thing it could be a good thing yeah you know another even, another way of serving right even women in um in prison a lot of times women have been written off because they might have made a bad choice and you know or, or made a choice that at the time was the only choice they had mm -hmm. you know and then they find themselves in different um you know, environments. I liken that too. And every time a fly flies into my house or I, I look in my window, I always see like a dead fly. And and I, I always like to create analogies or think of, associate things with, um, with other things. Anyways, when I see a fly that has flown in my house, I always feel bad because I think, you know, get out, I want this fly to go. But I liken that to people that have taken the wrong turn because when a fly is outside and it accidentally flies into your house, it took a wrong turn. I'm sure it didn't plan to come into your house but what happens is this fly is seeking light and it always flies to the window but it dies in the window mm -hmm. and i was thinking god showed me that fly saw its destiny it, it, it could see that it needs to be outside but it can never get there because the window was in the way and it made one wrong turn flying into your house mm -hmm. and it died there mm -hmm. and that's what happens to a lot of people's dreams a lot of uh women that end up in prison we made one wrong turn and you know we cannot make it to our destiny. Oh, wow. So I think that is the direction that God would like me to go in. Okay. 
That sounds that sounds really good. And and I and I and I have a feeling that with all that you have under your belt, all the education, all the exposure to different things, I have a feeling it more than likely God will be leading you towards that. So, you know, just keep praying. And, you know, like like you said, you know, there's a lot of women out there that's hurting and and they just need someone to just to speak to them, especially sharing the word of God with them, which is really, really important right now. Is there anything else you would like to share or to encourage the listeners with? I would like to encourage the listeners to just continue seeking God in in who he is to you. Don't be derailed by somebody else's uh, version of who you should be and how you should uh, seek God because it's individual. And God tailor makes his custom walk for you. So if we stay in our own lane and just keep our eye on on him, then we'll get to the finish line. And don't worry about it. Somebody gets there before you. You'll get there. Okay, thank you so much for your time. I know you're a very busy woman. And uh, I, I just love the fact of, of hearing of all the accomplishments that the God has given you. It's, it's, a, it's a lot. It's, it's, yeah. it's great. It's, it's a blessing. And I just want to say thank you so much, uh, Miss Miss Tasha, for just being on. And um, and hopefully in the future you come back yeah. with some more encouraging words and 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 um, stories to tell us of, of what yes. what we need to do. To get close okay. to God. I love your um your your story about that fly. <laughs> yeah. Every time I see a fly dead in the windowsill, I'm like, oh, he didn't he didn't make it out. He missed his destiny. He yes. see it, but he, he couldn't get there. Yes. So all right. Thank well, you so much for having me. Oh, no problem. Thank you for being here. So um listeners, uh continue to uh support um one another, encourage one another. Um, we always got to uplift each other because everybody life has a, has a message and everybody's life have a purpose. And, um, as always, you know, continue to stay encouraged and, um, continue to seek the Lord. Take care. Greetings, everyone. This is Diana. I just want to thank you so much for listening to the podcast. It has been a blessing to share the word of God with you. I would like to invite you to be part of the Vineyard Bible Ministry family on Facebook. We do have a Facebook group, again, Vineyard Bible Ministry. I want you to join the other brothers and sisters so we can share the word of God. I do reflections daily. I post scriptures daily. We post quotes daily. We just need to continue to keep supporting each other in the Lord. And also, I encourage you to go to our website, Vineyard Bible Ministry website, www.vbministry.com. Please check out the website send me a note you can also request prayer we are all in this together we are all in this together to serve the most high which is our lord and savior and again thank you so much for being a part 
of this podcast, being part of this Vineyard Bible Ministry family. And I pray and I hope to hear from you soon. God bless you and take care. Hello, and thank you for listening to Vineyard Bible Ministry Podcast. I pray that you was blessed with the message. And if you enjoyed what you have heard and would like updates of new episodes, please subscribe and share with others. You can also leave me a message on the link that is posted on the podcast page. And you can follow us on our website, www.vbministry.com www.vbministry.com to get updates of our weekly Bible studies, request prayer, and there's a link if you would like to contact us. Again, thank you so much for tuning in and may God bless you in every aspect of your life. Take care.